Welcome to Game of Stones, everybody. I am Sean Graham. Scott is not alongside because he is on the other side of the country. Hello, Scott. Sean, hey. Uh, I'm here by phone, doing my best to contribute to the cause. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to recap some of the curling that went on today. Yeah, so where are you right now? So right now I'm on Yates Street in Victoria, British Columbia. I just had... A uh, bit of an afternoon with some friends, and I'm excited to go to dinner tonight with a few more friends. So, uh, taking a little time in between the two to discuss the curling results. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, so, enjoy your vacation out there, but you did get to see some of the action today from Thunder Bay. I did. I saw the last shot in the Jacobs versus Botcher final, which I believe. You predicted Jacobs to win, yes, and I predicted Botcher to win. That's true. So yes, one of us was going to be correct on this. You had Botcher, so I a, had Jacobs. A real, it was a real showdown, and uh, Brendan Botcher's last shot just wasn't quite good enough, and uh, gave gave Jacobs the out to make a, a pretty brilliant little tap back to win the game. Yeah, so let's talk about that. I wasn't entirely sure what Brandon Botcher was trying to do. I, I felt that. If he throws a guard, I don't know how Brad Jacobs scores two there. He's got the he's, <clears throat> Jacobs a shot in the forefoot, and and then Botcher plays this run back in that really opened it up, and he had to stick it to make it so mm-hmm. that Jacobs could win. And even if he sticks it, there might have been a double available for Jacobs. So I wasn't really sure what he was trying to accomplish with that. And it didn't make that much sense to me. What did you yeah, think? Yeah, and I, I thought the same thing. I thought, yeah, maybe if he guarded, Jacobs would have a really tough draw. And to be honest, I didn't see most of the game, so I didn't know if if uh, the drawing conditions were were great or not. Maybe you know, maybe Jacobs had made a bunch of draws before, but. Yeah, I, I was a little bit surprised. You're right, you're right. And the way that he left it, he hit it in just the way that was not good enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, he just sort of rolls too far. And then Jacobs, it's not an easy shot necessarily, but a shot that they had played this ice the whole end yeah, pretty much yeah. and something that they really were <clears throat> unlikely to miss. Yeah, and as soon as as soon as soon Botcher's shot came to rest, I thought, oh, well, that's an easy win for, for Jacobs. You know, right. it just—it was just in the exact wrong place. Absolutely, and you, you could sort of hear it too. With uh, I enjoy watching when Kevin Martin is calling uh, a Brandon <laughs> Botcher game because he's—he's yeah. he's clearly sort of torn in, in being overly critical of the team. But you could tell that he and Mike didn't really like the call necessarily, and certainly didn't like the result either. No, absolutely, absolutely, and you're—you're you're right. It is fun to listen to him call his son's game yes and try and uh you know try and be objective but it's obviously not that objective no he's he struggles with that uh, so over overall the game i didn't think it was particularly well played it wasn't all that close to be honest i know somehow mm-hmm. brandon botcher was winning going into the last end they were chasing the whole game and okay it was really because of bradley Thiessen 
he was not good today, and I think he would be the first one to tell you that. He shot 64%, and I'll be honest, I think that's a generous 64%. Oh, wow. Uh, Darren Molden shot 62%, but he made some big ones. Uh, the, the steal in seven that puts Botcher up is because Darren Molden makes a beautiful draw, uh, a freeze on his second one that sets it up for Botcher to steal. Fry over curls on his next one. Brandon puts one in, and that really sets up the steal. But Molding, after missing a bad miss on his first one in seven, makes that draw. Similar situation, I believe it was in five, his first one. He, he throws it, and it, four was in play for Jacobs after Darren Molding throws the shot. After he threw it, he actually said, well, that's terrible. Well, that uh, that's bad. Oh. So, so, so Darren Molding had some bad misses, but he also had some makes to keep the team in the game, whereas Bradley Thiessen was just off all day, and he didn't uh, have many of those shots that, that Molding had the opportunity to make that salvage an end or can turn an end around. And right, right. Really, the, the back half of each end, they were chasing because he was so off today, and he was outshot by E.J. Harnden by only 14%, but it, it really just didn't quite... Work like felt it, just, a bit bigger it, it felt that. bigger. Excuse me, eighteen percent, eighty-two percent to sixty-four percent. But uh, and certainly the draws were the the issue. Fifty-one percent for Bradley Thiessen on the draws. So that really, to me, was the story of the game. And if Brad Jacobs had, had the hammer in the first end, I don't think this game is close. And and Nolan Thiessen is or not Nolan Thiessen, uh, Brad <laughs> Thiessen. Yeah, I I get them mixed up a lot. Oh, holy cow, Sean! I just for a sidebar i'm standing on the street and i just watched somebody quote unquote parallel park and it was just terrible like he's <laughs> there's like there the space is big enough for two cars and did not leave himself uh two cars worth of space is yes. like at least six feet behind the the front car holy crap what a terrible 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 job anyway now they're looking at me like uh so but yeah like brad Thiessen is one of these underrated heroes right like he He's a super, super steady. Uh, you know, will curl between 70 and 90% most of the time. And is like a super calming presence. He's the kind of guy that you forget is on the team. Yes. Even at the uh, curling trials last year in uh, in Ottawa, I remember I was down in the bowels of the, the what do they call it now, Canadian Tire Center? Yeah. And... Uh, Somebody was like, uh, "I don't think you're allowed to get in here." And he's like, "No, I'm a, I'm a player. <laughs> I, I play for, for Brandon Botcher's team." And they're like, "Really? Are you sure?" Uh, I'm gonna have to double check. <laughs> he's, so he's like super unassuming, uh, and and just so steady, right? Like he's the kind of guy you forget is on the team. So for him to have a bad game is pretty rare. And you know, if he had played to his regular level of 70-something percent. Uh, it seems like Botcher's team would have won today. Well, they would have had a better chance, certainly. And, yeah, like <laughs> I said, I mean, the first end was pretty open, and then they were chasing the whole time. And, and yeah, that's Jacobs, tough. That's Jacobs tough. is able to flip the hammer in the first half of the game and yeah. have the control in the second half. And then Botcher pulls a deuce really out of nowhere in six, and then the steal out of nowhere in seven, and... and that at eight, mm. they just they, they ran out of gas there. But uh, the other thing I'll say for Brad Jacobs' team, I know I picked them. They're they're not fun to watch. They're not fun to watch, Sean. I, really I can't believe you. Not. I can't believe you picked them. To be honest, like they're just uh, yeah. It's it's grating to listen to them talk. 
and just come on like uh yeah and sort of the way that the communication just doesn't seem great there uh at one point after a shot ej Harden did have his palms up in the air looking at i think it was fry being like what do you want uh, me to do and right so it, it just seems like there's a struggle there brad jacobs seems to be trying to get better in terms of well let's just wait a minute and let's figure this out uh, and trying to be more positive in the communication in between shots but then yep. they were <laughs> left rushing at the end of the game and yeah because they don't have time right? right so it really seems like a work in progress for them but it, it can be a slog to sit through one of their games right now absolutely absolutely and it, it's just one of these teams that I don't feel like you're right. I don't want to watch them play. So I think, eh, like why am I cheering for them if I don't actually want to watch them play? Right. So I think a lot of people will be rooting for Tanner Horgan in the Northern Ontario provincials because otherwise Brad Jacobs will get a lot of TV time at the Briar. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, and I know that TSN likes to watch them because they are super, um, demonstrative, as a team. So, you know, TSN wants to put them on TV because they will, they have this either love or hate relationship a little bit, right? So, uh, why not put them on TV? Cause they're going to be polarizing at the, at the least. Right. And, and I noticed too, that they are really leaning into this. They have the team Jacobs logo is him with a sort of fist pump. Going. I noticed that on their jackets today. Yeah. Sort of come on. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Um, yeah. But congratulations to them. The, the, the moose roars again. Exactly. And, and you were on it, you know, you, you had them. Yeah, pegged. so I, I had them pegged. So if we go through the whole playoffs there, uh, there's a couple surprises there. The American team, uh, Rich Rowan makes Rowan Hen makes the playoffs. Uh, Persinger, let's yeah. just go with them. They make the playoffs. Uh, congratulations to them. We mentioned it on the preview that at the World Cup they came out hot, did the same here, get themselves into Absolutely. the playoffs. Uh, otherwise, I don't know if there was too much in terms of surprises. Glenn Howard maybe making it to a semifinal, probably not expected. But no, and I, I saw some of their quarterfinal against uh, Gushu, and uh, they had they had a shot the last in the seventh end, I think. And Glenn was trying to throw a guard, and Gushu was all like, "Okay, if he throws a guard, I'm going to do this, this, and this." And Howard threw it too hard, ended up freezing. And it was like a perfect, it was a perfect freeze. Like that was what the call should have been was right. the freeze. Uh, and he sort of made it by accident and Gushu was annoyed. You could hear him on the mic <laughs> being like, Oh, come on. Like, geez, if he'd called, if he'd made what he called, we would have had a shot. But since he made what he made, we didn't have a shot. So it was a bit of a rough go for Gushu there on, uh, uh, in that quarterfinal. And he was sort of like, Oh, geez, are we ever going to get a break? And, Glenn Howard, you could hear him saying, well, it's about time our team got a break. You know? Right, so. yeah, yeah. And in there, in Glenn Howard's semifinal against Brendan Botcher, he and Scott really did struggle in that game. Yeah. Scott, Scott Howard shot 62%, Glenn Howard shot 70%. And at one point later in the game, 6th or 7th then, Scott Howard, uh, or after Glenn Howard shots, where I think you put one through a draw, he comes down and you overheard them talking, and I think Scott said, man, this ice is really terrible. And you look up, and Brandon Botcher's throwing 84% uh, 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> Darren Molden's wearing 78%. And you're like, must have picked, right? It must, must have, have picked. picked. Like, it just, yeah. uh, that one was a bit of a, a head scratcher to me. They were not very sharp in that semifinal game and were full fair for that loss to, uh, to Brandon Botcher there in the semi. Uh, otherwise, yeah. the only other major surprise here is Nicodine doesn't make the playoffs. Uh, he really had yeah, a they bad week. Had an 0 and 3 start, and then uh, got a win there in their last game. But yeah, uh, it was it was nice to see two American teams make the playoffs. That I don't know if that's ever happened before uh, on the men's side. So uh, you know, good good on both of those teams. And yeah, Nicodine. I mean, they seem to be hit or miss uh, at these events. You know, uh, either they're super on or not quite. And little bit of a hangover maybe from last year's world championships olympics uh, session but yeah. uh and you yeah, know I'm, I, I'm sure anna hasselberg is sitting there thinking that's why we didn't show up yeah yeah no exactly exactly with the europeans coming up in uh, just a couple weeks yeah so, so let's look at our picks here then overall for the yeah. men's side scott your four playoff teams were mm-hmm. kevin cooey brandon botcher John Epping and Nick Edeen, and you had Brandon Botcher winning, so you get two points for those two, Cooey and Botcher. Cooey was tooth and nail there to make the playoffs. Really had to scratch his way in in did, that last he did, draw. Yeah. But you get two yeah. points there. My four teams, I had Nick Edeen, which doesn't get in, but my other three teams did make it in with Gushu, Cooey, and Jacobs. And I, of course, had Jacobs winning, so that gives me four points there, so I win on the men's side four points to two. Oh, a little plus two for you there. So, yeah. uh, right on. So you're, you're clawing back. Clawn, on the, you know, claw my uh, way standings. back there, yeah. So now I think I'm down <laughs> four points uh, as we get into the women's side. Uh, let's just briefly say that uh, Kirk Myers won the Tier 2 events. So. Yeah, I, I don't think that he lost a game, right? He went through undefeated. Yeah, as did Scott McDonald until the final. Until the final, yeah. Yeah, and Scott McDonald, holy cow, this team sort of coming out of nowhere. I mean, maybe I'm ignorant, but come out of nowhere, uh, win uh, a few spiels there in the fall season, and now come into the final of this Tier 2 event, and are, they're really playing well. They're, they are, absolutely, and and they, they dropped this stat on the broadcast. This game was their 58th game of the season. Holy shit! They played fifty-eight games already. They this played season? fifty-eight games this season. They've... Excuse, excuse me for cursing, but wow. <laughs> yeah, they. they I think play, it's worth it. They played in seven events, and they've qualified for the playoffs in each of those events. They had already actually qualified for the Canadian Open as well, so they will be at oh. the Canadian Open. And good. So that they're really making the most of out of their volume play. Uh, Kirk Myers by winning gets the berth into the event in North Battleford. So yep. the all-expense-paid trip will be about 30 bucks. Uh, gas fare <laughs> over there, so gas congratulations money. to them. Uh, but they they win the Tier 2 events. So Yes, yeah, so congratulations to them. Absolutely. Now let's shift over to the women's side, where Rachel Homan gets a win today over Tracy Flurry and her team. And Scott, I don't know if you saw any of this game, but it was not interesting. Yeah, it was it was uh, Rachel Holman took control from the beginning of the game, and uh, it seemed like it seemed to me all week like she was exercising some demons from uh, from Nova Scotia. They they wanted to win this game. Yes, they absolutely did, and they yeah. won it pretty easily. I think the most interesting part of this game was the fifth end, where Tracy Fleury is only down four to two, 
Rachel Holman does have the hammer, and Tracy Fleury goes really hard in the fifth end. There's uh, corner guards as you're if you're looking down the sheet on the left, and Holman's got a couple stones in there, and Tracy Fleury is throwing up center guards, coming behind the center guard, or attempting to on her last one. I think she got lucky that only giving up three, but really the game was over whether she gives up three or four there. And yeah, yeah. I was surprised, Scott, that she went as hard as she did for the steal in five, where a force there with the five rock rule, you're and still then down in three. pretty good shape. Yeah, down three with the hammer, you're still in pretty good shape, even if you get two, right, and go hard for a force in seven. Maybe. I, under- I understand, but... Uh, given the way that the game was going, maybe she felt like she needed to try and put a stranglehold on them uh, right away. And, uh, like, the the reason that Tracy Fleury's team was there is because because Selena played really well all week. That's what I believe uh, the numbers will bear out. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but but when Selena Nagoyan, Nig- I, I, can't, I can't pronounce it, but uh, when she plays well, then their team will be fine. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, maybe she just thought maybe it was I have to go for this because, you know, Rachel's playing really great. And if I don't, then I don't think I'm going to be able to hold them to one. I guess. Um, but it, it did seem like just a, a bit of a strange, strange call in the fifth strange end, decision. in the fifth end, if you, sixth sure. end. Sure. It just seemed a little too early for me to be going that aggressively to do that. Yeah. And yeah, maybe, uh, maybe you're right. And that just wasn't the time for them to go for it so hard. So that is what it is. Uh, the game was essentially over at that point. You can make a case that maybe it was even over earlier than that. Right on. Yeah. But yeah. uh, Yeah. And I'll admit I was watching a bit of football and then out here on the West Coast, I went to the Remembrance Day ceremony, so right. I, I missed the end of the game because I'll, the game started at nine here on the West Coast. So, yes. so there you go. So, congratulations to Rachel Holman. There is there anything else there, Scott, on the women's side that is really uh, I, I wanted to say, like, yeah, good job by Nina Ross team. Uh, they had a good run into the playoffs, and I believe they won their quarterfinal. Yes, the game against uh, Jennifer Jones. Semis. Yeah, so they played Jennifer Jones in that quarterfinal, and they played really, really well in that game. They were game. great, yeah. yeah they're yeah, they're full fair for that. And actually, in that semifinal, too, they pushed Rachel Holman to an extra end. An extra end, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, like, great job by Nina Roth. I, I believe in the preview we said Natalie Nicholson would be playing with them, but it wasn't the case. It was uh, Tabitha Peterson's sister. I think her name is Tara Peterson. Yes. Uh, was playing was playing lead for them. So and and uh, Becca Hamilton played really 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 well. So overall, like a, a great job by by Team Roth. You know, uh, they they had their I'd say their best event of the season. Yeah, they really played well. And the the other thing that I noticed here is that Darcy Robertson. She just she shows up. She's going to make the playoffs. That's just yeah, what Darcy you know Robertson her. does now. Yeah. Uh, you can't really see Darcy, Darcy Robertson. Darcy Robertson makes her draws, and uh, there it is, right? Yeah, there and they, they had a chance to, in their quarterfinal against Tracy Fleury, just sort of a, a, an inch off through that game. But overall, very good for her. Uh, the other thing I will say is we've talked a lot, Scott, about Alberta on the men's side going into playoffs. Oh, yeah. Manitoba yeah. on the women's side is oh. probably even better 
with that's going to be really fun, Sean. Yeah, really fun to watch. Uh, Tracy Fleury, Carrie Anderson, Darcy Robertson, uh, Jennifer Tra- Jones won't be there, yeah. but Manitoba is loaded in the women's game. Super stacked, super stacked, and even uh, Ali Flaxy's team, right? Right. Uh, they they won at least one game there. Maybe they were two and two this week. I can't remember, but uh, yeah, it's going to be going to be a real slugfest in manitoba for the lady side yeah so get your uh get your subscriptions to i assume it's rogers will be showing a bunch of that but man oh man that's going to be a great event out there in manitoba uh better than some scotty straws uh some of the oh, yeah. robin draws will be out there in uh in manitoba wherever they're going to have that so uh in looking at our pick scott talk about maybe a bloodbath in manitoba this was a bloodbath for both of us man oh man uh, if we look at it, uh, you well, because we both picked uh, Kristen McCarville yeah. to make the playoffs. Yeah, so actually, which, let's uh, let's talk about this. This is something we should have known. Uh, <laughs> we talk about it all the time that Kristen McCarville struggles early in weeks. This is what she does. Right. It takes it takes time to get into it. Right. Yeah, and now we have a four game round robin, and if she usually goes zero and two. Or one in three in a Scotties or wherever, then of course. Like I don't know how we missed that, and we both picked her. We both picked her to make the playoffs, and I think I picked her to win, right? No, you did not. Okay, phew. <laughs> don't worry, you picked somebody else but, who didn't make the playoffs to win. Oh, great! Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty smart, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's usually the first couple of games it takes for them to get their feet under them, and then win after that. So. A little bit of a of a missed call by us, but uh, I I just love watching their team play. I think they're really great. Uh, I, you know, you could give me a sponsor's exemption to have Chris McCarvel play in all the Grand Slams. If she wanted to, she could get there. Yes, I would not object to that either. So your picks were Chris McCarvel, Casey Scheidegger, who you had to win. Oh, that's who I had to win. Uh, yeah. Tough Ooh. week for them. They also made rough the week for them. Uh, and you had. Uh, Rachel Holman to make the playoffs, not to win, and Isabella yeah. Rana to make the playoffs, as we hoped that we would get a all Sweden Swedish victory thing. Yes, here, the Grand yes. Slams, uh, which of course was not to be, uh, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately, so, they so, they did play pretty well though. They they gave the big team some games, so they did. They had a good week and absolutely nothing to be ashamed of for them. No, they played really no. well. And on the uh, on my side, excuse me, I had Jennifer Jones, but I had her to win. I had Christopher mm-hmm. Carville, Casey Scheidegger as well, and of course Sylvana Tiranzoni. As ah, yes, loaded up on the bounce back teams. I want to say they had a pretty a pretty good week, and I noticed Sylvana was throwing skip rocks again. Yes. So uh, they they took Alina Pats out of that fourth rock thrower position. Uh, I, I guess after a little bit of struggles and so we'll see how they do in the europeans i'll be uh i'll be watching that with some interest yeah so that'll be fun and if we look at the tier two event uh alina stern wins beating sayaka yoshimura in the final there if we look at sort of our picks there marianne arsenal does not make the playoffs i had julie tippin she loses to yoshimura in the quarterfinals otherwise mm-hmm. nothing that out of the ordinary there in terms of who makes the playoffs. Benia Felcher maybe a little surprising that she loses a quarter. We had Holly Duncan, Kelsey Rock play each other in a quarter final. Uh, if anything, maybe a little surprising that no Canadian teams are there in the final. But 
you know, mm-hmm. there was a, a, a pretty big field in this strong field for the Tier 2 event, and congratulations yeah. certainly to Elena Stern, and we will see her at the Canadian Open. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely a good field uh, in the Tier 2 women's event, so a little bit wide, more wide open uh, than most fields, so, you know, we'll see... We'll see uh, how those teams fare when they get to the next the next round. Absolutely. And uh, the only other thing, Scott, is congratulations to Thunder Bay. This was an event. The, the arena was set up where you go in, sort of two hockey rinks. One side is the Tier 1, one side is the Tier 2. That is the way this yeah. event needs to be set up. And that place was full all week. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Not was a great. lot of seats, but who cares? It's better to have a small arena full. There's so much more energy there. So all the credit in the world to the organizing committee in Thunder Bay and the folks in Thunder Bay who packed that joint. Yes, as we've seen uh, and heard from the players, they'd rather have a smaller venue full than a larger venue half empty. Absolutely. So, uh, uh, Yeah, good on Thunder Bay. It did seem like there was a lot of energy in the crowd the whole time. So good on them and... uh, uh, yeah, pretty fun event. Uh, I, I'm looking forward now, Sean, to the next event on the schedule, which I believe is the Canada Cup. Yes. You can you can tell me if I'm wrong. No, the Canada I, Cup I is the wrong. next major event. We have, uh, they, they come fast and furious there in the first part of December, where we'll have sure. the Canada Cup running simultaneously with the World Cup. World Cup. And then the week after is the Grand Slam event out in Newfoundland. Okay. In Conception Bay, right? Yeah, so those run back-to-back. So it'll be a busy week. We have a couple weeks between major events here, but uh, we'll ramp up again in December. Beautiful, beautiful. I'm, I'm excited for it. I am going to need to leave you right now because our dinner reservation is is uh, ready to go. Okay, you got the early bird special out there in Vancouver. We're, we're going for the early bird. We're, we've got a seven-year-old, a new seven-year-old here with us, uh, right. birthday girl Sadie. So, you know, we want to make sure she can eat, and then uh, there's plenty of time for the adults to go and uh, catch up over a few beverages later on. All right. Well, enjoy yourself, Scott. Enjoy the rest of your trip. We will talk to you when you return to the nation's capital. Yeah, thanks a lot, Sean, and uh, I look forward to it, and we'll talk to everybody soon. All right. Take care. Take care. So if you have not yet, please do subscribe to the show on iTunes and Google Podcasts, wherever you get your shows. Give us a like, give us a rating, all that good stuff. You can find us on Twitter at Game of Stones Pod. Same with Instagram. Find all the fun stuff that we're doing over there. You can find Scott on Twitter at ScottLikesTV. I am at Dr. Shawnee Fever. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Hope you enjoyed all the curling this weekend from Thunder Bay. We'll be back with you next week, but until then, keep your brooms on the ice and don't dump that intern. Make the final.